Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. Places I'm dying to visit. Hump Tulips. Beaver Lick, Kentucky. Funtcuck. Bitchfield. Titty Ho. Titty Bong, Victoria. Shitterton. Crotch Crescent. Dildo. Hooker. Sluts Hole Lane. Butthole Road. Long Dong. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Friday, March 25th. This is The Drop. We're here in the Classic Factory. I'm Jay Skeets, and alongside me, as always, Tess Mellis. Happy Friday, everybody. Hey, Tessie, we got our Top Shot Hot Boy, Ribbon M Lips, Trey Kirby. Ayo. Ayo. The international man of mystery taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friends. Lily, and last, certainly not least, over yonder. Oh, Nice. Hey, twinsies. Nice, nice sweater, JD. Super producer, JD. There he Hello. Is. There Hello. he is. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Take a second to like the video. Make sure you've subscribed to No Dunks on YouTube. Trying to get our followers up. <laughs> and uh, comment away, both in the stream team or in the YouTube comment section below the video. Email in your NBA questions always to nodunksattheathletic.com. And make sure you check out last night's episode of No Buffs, because it was a special one. We had Edge of Extinction's Rick Devins joining us to break down Survivor 42 and Episode 3 that happened this week. And also just talk about his season and behind-the-scenes production. I mean, JD, you were in heaven, man. You were loving this. <laughs> oh, absolutely gushing. <laughs> I mean... It, what a great guy. What a great I mean, guy. It was, it was what a great guy. It was really JD loved it so much, he accidentally put it in the No Dunks feed. Hey. Oh, accidentally. <laughs> yeah. Accidentally. Yeah. I want everyone to hear this. Yeah, so it's yeah. in both the No Dunks feed and No Buffs, uh, which has its own separate podcast feed and YouTube feed. But uh, thanks again to Rick for joining us. That was it was a blast. It was only 90 minutes. We could have gone oh. 290 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, so please, everybody, listen to the No Dunks feed and to the No yeah. Buffs feed. And then check out the video as well. Yeah. Yeah, you got to see feeds. Yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. All right. So on today's drop, we have rapid fire questions, which we'll end with. Always a blast. Uh, I got some true or false questions for you guys. One involving James Harden and his MVP pick. We can talk mm. a little Chet Holmgren, too. I wonder who James Harden's going to pick for yeah, MVP. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, but let's start with the games, because there were a few on last night. And we start with Chris Paul. He's back, baby. And the Suns clinched the top seed with the 140-130 win 
in Denver. Lee, take it away. This was a real game of basketball. Oh, yeah, a there real it is. Put it on a game t-shirt. of basketball. This was a, actually a super high quality. If you look at the score, 140 to 130, you might think, ah, maybe no one was playing defense. I don't think that was the case. I think the quality of the shot making and the play was so good because if you're the Nuggets, you wake up this morning, you shot 60% from the field, 47% from downtown, you out-rebounded the Phoenix Suns, and you lost by 10 because the Phoenix Suns were actually so much better on their other end as well. They shot 60% from the field, 48% from three-point line, and they also have Devin Booker, who is just on another level Woo-hoo! right now. And he had 49 points and 10 assists and shot 16 for 25. He was incredible. But also, this game was very uh, symbolic, I think, for the Phoenix Suns because they win 60 games. They're on a hot streak right now. This was the second night of a back-to-back, and we sort of thought, I wonder if now Monty Williams will just maybe say, you know what, guys? You, you got the good win in Minnesota last night. Maybe we load manage a few guys. I think he's sending the opposite message right now. He's saying, we want to say to everybody, we are going to see this thing through because we want to have the most dominant season. In the past, you know, teams like the Cavs and the Warriors who have won the championship during the regular season, they do take their foot off the gas because they've got that championship experience. The Suns haven't, despite being in the finals last season. Mm-hmm. So I think they're like, we don't want to take any risks with our chemistry right now. Let's just play it out. And they were playing so well because this was a good game. The, the Nuggets led late or in the fourth quarter and then Den- and then Phoenix took over and it was the way that they blew this one out to a 10-point win in a tight game. I thought really just shows how good they are, how deep they are, how much production they're getting from everybody on that team. And you mentioned Chris Paul. He came back last night with a vengeance. 17 points and 13 assists. He shot 6 for 10. It felt like the ones he missed were clunkers but he actually still with Chris Paul very efficient. Yeah. And not only that, it was the great Chris Paul experience because he got in front of Jeff Green, acted as if he didn't, and they got tangled up and Jeff Green wanted to fight him because yep. he just did that stop-start in front of him. Yep. Chris Paul managed to get a call overturned and a possession for the Suns without using a challenge. They called the ball out off, I think it was uh, Jermichael Green, and the refs called it, said, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's the... It's, sorry, sorry, they called it off Chris Paul and they said, no, that's a Denver ball. Chris Paul complained and complained and complained and the ref said, okay, yeah, fine, you can have the ball then. <laughs> Didn't have to go to review. Incredible stuff there. And then him and his old flopping partner, uh, Boogie Cousins, got into it as well mm. there where Boogie got called for an offensive foul and a putback. Eh, maybe it was there, but Chris Paul's arms flailing yeah. like that. And that really upset Boogie as well. He sort of lost his composure a little bit after that. Uh, tried to get a foul a bit later on and flung the ball away. But overall here, uh, the Phoenix Suns, and the real conversation now, and Suns fans want to hear about it, is where is Devin Booker in the... MVP conversation. Right, right. I don't think he's going to win it, but he certainly is playing incredible basketball at the right time of the season on a team that's probably going to end up with 64 wins at least, probably a few more here, yeah. you know, probably 66 in that area. And he's got an incredibly strong case because last night, not only is the 49 points is awesome, but the hustle efforts he made on a couple of plays there to get possessions back there. He's talking trash. He's, he's almost like in that, like, he wants the opponent's to be talking trash so he can go right back at them and then go out there and burn them on the court. So uh, incredible stuff. Really impressive win. Uh, fantastic job by the Suns. Yeah, Booker had, what was it, three steals there in the third quarter, yeah. uh, which is obviously pretty amazing for him. Uh, a lot of them happening like in the Nuggets backcourt yes. uh, too there. And man, I just think you're in such for, you're in for such a long night when Booker on like his first possession of the game hits that little sidestep fading baseline jumper and it's just like so smooth and it's like, 
when that first one or that second one goes down, it's like, oh boy, you know, you're just, you're in for it. And he says it was because, and this is insane <laughs> to me, but he says he was pissed off last night and went for 49, really wanted to send a message to the Nuggets because they put up Amir Coffey's photo in player introductions. Hmm. And he said they did it on purpose. <laughs> And again, he was upset. Now, mm. I why would they put it up? The, the best like reasoning I've heard is they just played the Clippers shooting guard. Right, it was somehow still in the system. Of course, and it's happened. Coffee comes up there. I, I mean, I was trying to find a link between Coffee and Booker. I mean, maybe <laughs> when you go to the library and you read a book and you know you have a nice coffee. But I don't know. He's just trying to find anything right now to piss him off, and it worked. Yeah. He goes for forty nine, and he, uh, it's just when he's in his flow. I, I don't really know how you stop him. Maybe a coffee table book. Yeah, maybe. Or, uh, I, yeah. No, there's nothing. I don't know. Um, well, I think he's done a good job of just finding things to motivate him. Yeah. That, that, that's yeah. all it is. Uh, he is he's incredible. What is overlooked in their playoff run last year is his defense. He he contributes on that end. He's a scrap. You don't get to the NBA Finals with uh, one of your starters playing poor defense. He contributes on that end. Second, I think he just loves the fact that Chris Paul is back. <laughs> I mean, just sure. take, take the load off him. This was a nice five weeks for him. It really was <laughs> because – yeah, he had to do so much, and going into the playoffs, he's just going to feel great with uh, CP beside him, who came in played 30 minutes, and uh, that was a heavy load for Chris Paul, you'd think, in his first game back, maybe not play 30 minutes, maybe not handle the ball that well, but yeah, they they got to be feeling so good. Every shot from Devin Booker looked like it was going down mm-hmm. when it came into the fourth quarter. Uh, Davon Reed played some good defense on him early in that fourth quarter, uh, and uh, Devin Booker's just, he's just butter. It looks like every shot is going in. And everybody, yeah, everybody, they they capitalize on the fact that Booker and Paul are taking all that space. Like Mikel Bridges, what a freaking game! If you get twenty two from him, snaking into the lane, doing a little Chris Paul snake into the lane with all that space because Chris Paul and Devin Booker are taking all that space. Uh, Mikel Bridges, money eight of nine out there. He's getting better on the offensive end. Uh, his 301st straight game that he played, I was watching the Nuggets broadcast, and, mm. and the name of A.C. Green was invoked. <laughs> yeah. He only needs another 893 straight games <laughs> right. to catch A.C. Green uh, for that Iron Man streak. Probably not going to happen. It just doesn't happen anymore. Uh, but they closed this game out. Yeah, the Nuggets were pissed. Uh, so many calls uh, going down the wire. And uh, listening to the Nuggets broadcast, Katie Wingy great as the analyst she's really really good and she, and, and she was basically saying uh they called it a different way for the first few quarters a physical play and then they were calling a lot of right. they're calling a butt foul on Nikola Jokic for setting a screen with his butt he moved though he did move he, on that one he did move yeah. he did move uh, DeMarcus Cousins yes trying to seal Chris Paul Chris Paul flails everywhere <laughs> God, uh, come on I mean that was a little much there was there was some you just want the consistency call. within yeah, a game so, I, I, yeah. I would have to agree with that yeah. the, the Nuggets felt good but yeah the fourth quarter execution that's the Suns apartment oh my and god the, yeah they, they feel good and Lee's right they're, they're not going to stop uh, because yeah you, you just you can't get out of a flow we've seen what happened with the Bulls this season uh, we've seen with good teams somehow lose it the Warriors uh, they, they're not going to do that the Bucks, they won a championship so they can take their foot off the pedal and if the Suns win a championship next year will be different uh, but yeah they're not stopping so Booker is averaging 26.3 points per game uh, you know 5 rebounds 5 assists call it that 
pretty solid efficiency numbers uh, from the floor and even from three-point land. Uh, where is he in the MVP discussion to you, Tough. Trey Kirby? Welcome I mean, to the table. Yeah. You know, why yeah, not? It has to be. <laughs> Give him a top five vote. I think he's earned it uh, during this little stretch where Chris Paul yeah. was missing some time and really elevating his game. I'd also like to propose a nickname. Devin the dickhead. Because <laughs> he's being straight up mean to the opponents yeah. right now. He's like ripping the ball out of Jokic's yeah. hands. Yep. And uh, I forget who the other nugget he got where he just like, the, the ball came down on a rebound. Yeah. And it was like Booker suddenly turned into Draymond Green. Yeah. Just yeah. taking the ball away. We saw what he did to D'Angelo Russell with the dunk and the flex. He's just... He's not only trying to embarrass you on the court, he's trying to make you feel bad yeah. uh, that he's performing out there. So, yeah, if it was all Amir Coffey's fault, then I'm sorry <laughs> no. to the Denver Nuggets <laughs> that they played against the Clippers beforehand. Because if that's the if he's going to use that for motivation, then what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, but that's what it is. I mean, the Suns really don't have anything to play for the rest of this yeah. regular They're up the number season. One seed. They got the number one seed. They got 60 wins. At this point, it's like, all right, I'll try and get a top five MVP vote and don't call me a mere coffee. <laughs> yeah. If you do, in your face. So awesome stuff from Booker. It's just, he's humiliating people. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, and here's what I'll say as a, you know an, an early member to the Devin Booker fan club. Uh, you can check my card. It says like 003 <laughs> or 004 on it. I was very early to it. You guys know this. Um, don't worry about him not winning MVP for the regular season because he's going to win finals MVP. Lock it in. I'm so convinced this team is winning the title. Yeah, I mean, you know, know. B- barring an injury to either you yeah. know a, a major injury to a Chris Paul or a Dumb Booker. Yeah, they are. I, I, every every game I've seen from them, obviously fourth quarter execution, everybody contributing, be it Bridges and Aiton, and they have like the oh nobody believes in us even though we went to the damn finals last year because we got lucky with all the injuries. It's just like. They, they have such a chip on the shoulder. Chris Paul trying to get his first. Booker obviously trying to cement his sort of status in this league. I like it. I would be betting on them right now. And I think if he's uh, not going to win the, the regular season MVP, I would sure as hell like his chances to win a finals MVP. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, the Suns are the, definitely the favorite right now. Remember they were plus 700? About, oh, uh, why didn't we I pound know, that? I know, I know, I know. But anyway, look, yeah, they are, I think Monty is like, remember last season, you know, we were close and it, we didn't finish it off. So let's not in any way assume mm-hmm. anything yeah. you still got to go out there and do it and of course injuries can happen here but uh, also a weird game last night by Nikola Jokic had 10 shots made 9 of them finished with 28 points but was somewhat sort of uh Placid, I think, in, in his mm-hmm. approach. It wasn't his normal aggressive self. Is, the, is he running out of gas that's here? We were talking about. Possibly, yeah, because for him to only take 10 shots, I mean, it wasn't the defense. He can take 35 shots mm-hmm. if he wants to in a game. So, But they did get good contributions, actually, from a lot of other guys. Bones was, again, really good for them off the bench. Aaron Gordon, I thought, was really aggressive mm-hmm. for them, too. So, But still, Jokic, you know, only six rebounds and six assists as well so so maybe and he got a weird sort of hand injury too I think in the second quarter there so maybe that was bothering him a little bit but uh, unusual to see him not uh, a little bit more aggressive out there yeah eight turnovers too yeah I mean the Suns were amazing yeah and then the Suns only had eight as a team yep. I think total I mean yep. you know you get Chris Paul back and got the ball in his hands you're going to take care of the ball great win from Phoenix and uh, yeah those, those two back-to-back wins really nice against Minnesota yeah. and Denver I mean if if you're not convinced that they are of course a title contender then I don't know I don't know what you're watching or you're not watching, I guess, at this point. Two more things real quick, Skeets. Sure. Uh, the people in the stream team are mentioning that the next goal for the Suns, a franchise record, 63 wins. They had 62 in 05 with Nash, 93 uh, with uh, Charles Barkley. Barkley. They had 62 so as that's well. So, I mean, three more wins. At least there's a little bit of a yeah. carrot there for yeah. the Suns to keep chasing as we get closer and closer to the end of the season here. And number two, you mentioned Jeff Green. 
thought it was kind of whack that he showed up on Pirtle. Like, the guy's played for every team, so you're going to get a yellow box there when you put, like, any team, right. like, any other player. I put Kuzma. It's like, all right, well, Jeff Green, he was definitely a wizard at one point, so I don't know. I had to save that because it happened yesterday. I didn't want to spoil it for people, but I was laughing to see Jeff Green as the, as the guy. All right, well, let's keep it going here. Uh, a big game in the Eastern Conference last night. Pascal Siakam, he matches his season high with 35 points. Raptors top the Cavs, Tass, 117-104. What do you want to touch on here? Well, I had the playoff jitters watching this game. What? It felt, it felt playoff-like. <laughs> no, sir. Uh, I wasn't standing, okay. uh, but uh, it, it felt, yeah, playoff-like. It felt like no one could really score all that much. We had, a to start the game, a rookie of the year watch, obviously, with Scotty Barnes facing Evan Mobley. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, both those guys, good moments. Uh, I wouldn't say anyone like really stole the rookie of the year race last night. Evan Mobley, a big jam a jam. Uh, Scotty Barnes setting guys up, doing what he does best. Evan Mobley blocking three point shots, but I- I'd call it a wash. Evan Mobley probably eked it out. But anyways, that wasn't it. it what really stood out was Pascal Siakam. Um, just just making the passes for easier shots because the Raptors are going to struggle a little bit. In half-court sets. Even if they get to that sixth seed, which now they're tied with the, the Cleveland Cavaliers there for the sixth seed, they, they got to get some buckets from transition, and that's what they did last night against the Cavs. Did a good job of that. And Pascal Siakam demanding from his team. He was the point guard out there. He was demanding that we make that extra pass. Uh, he just knew where he was going as soon as he was cut off in the lane. He was throwing it out to the, the, the corner and pointing out, you know, above the break, make that extra pass. He knew he just that, that felt like a playoff team because he knew that the defense was going to guard the corner. He just knew where the shots were coming. And then uh, you know w- when the assists uh, dried up, uh, you know he was hitting his own shots. He was he hit thirty five. He had thirty five point six threes, tying his career high. He was just phenomenal. And OG Ananobi back really helped out the uh, the three point shooting. OG back after two months off uh so that was yeah. nice he, he kept setting og up og with uh, uh four threes on the night and uh i love how og hurt his ring finger on his shooting hand and he played fine didn't seem like it bothered him at all but uh he didn't high five anybody with that right hand he played basketball with it but he won't high five any, right. anybody so uh, it was yeah, it was a real slugfest it was a real defensive battle uh but siakam was clearly Clearly, the best player on the floor last night. Uh, he, he he was their point guard. Fred Van Vliet, looking a little more Fred-like. I think his knee is bothering him. Uh, but uh, he got into the lane and did some Freddy sidestep shots that we're used to, to to create that space that he needs to create. So that's a good sign. But uh, Pascal, yeah, feeling good. Oh feeling my great. God. Looking like an all NBA forward to me. Kevin I got some bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't believe that. Kevin Arvitz uh, telling yeah. me some bonus as a third team all NBA forward. Didn't even name Spicy P. What the hell is going on there? Um, Cleveland, you said they're tied now with the Raptors mm. uh, in, in terms of the standings. But Cavs did win those uh, previous three games against the Raps. Mm-hmm. Means they hold the tiebreaker. You know, it didn't really matter what happened last night in regards to the tiebreaker situation. So the Raps are going to have to be a, a full game clearly to get that sixth seed from Cleveland, though the Bulls are right there too. So who knows yeah. uh, if they continue to fall. We'll get to them in a second. But. Cavs play the Bulls, I think, yeah. next. And in Saturday. Toronto has Indiana, Minnesota, yeah. Boston. All at home in Toronto. So, yeah. yeah, you know, very, very tough. They'd want at Look, least two There or three. is the possibility to get out of the play-in for, for sure. sure. For Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. But that, we that's... need the Raptors in the play-in tournament. 
You want them in the play-in. They need to be in the play-in tournament. They're clearly playing the best of the five, six, seven teams here. Chicago, Cleveland, and Toronto. The Bulls and Cavs have no chance against the Nets. But mm. the Raptors could have a chance because they would have home court, which means Kyrie, Kyrie Irving right. isn't going to play. Right. And the Raptors have been playing pretty well yeah, the yeah. second half of the season. So no offense to y'all, but we need that to stay <laughs> in the seventh seed because otherwise it's going to be 140 to 96 mm. for the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> <in that game. laughs> yeah, possible. Um, and also, again, I think Chris Boucher had another really good performance. Off He's the been amazing. Yeah. I was thinking like we don't do we do all NBA, of course. Uh, we do, um, you know, all rookie teams and stuff like that. All defensive teams, sort of, you know. Bench. I almost oh, wish yeah. we had an all bench team. Yeah. Like we do, uh, like we have six man. But you know, we were joking yeah, last week. We did man, seven yeah. man, but <laughs> you could do a thing yeah. where it's like you just get to show some love to bench guys. And yeah. I, I bring that up because I think Chris Boucher would be. He'd be on one of those rosters, <laughs> all bench first or second team. I, sure. I think so. I mean, particularly, you know, his last three games, he's been really important. It's that defense as well that he gives him a bit more of a rim protector shot blocker. But if he's knocking down that three consistently from the corner, that's huge because, you know, Nick Nurse's bench rotation sometimes are a bit weird. You know, he sometimes... Oh, that's what I love about him. Yeah. He sometimes likes to just play six guys and that's it, you know. But uh, <laughs> you need seven and eight. and You need eight, I think, in the playoffs. Uh, and Boucher is certainly playing the best basketball oh, yeah. of his career right now. And if he comes off the bench and gives them what he gave them last night, this, that's huge. Yeah, so we will see here. It's very tight with the uh, Bulls, the Cavs, the Raps. I mean, you know, the Nets are not even incredibly, they're not even that clear of like the Hornets and Hawks who are behind them in the play-in race. Uh, let's move on, unless there's anything else from Raps, Cavs. Well, I love the, the Raptors fans' inferiority complex, ESPN <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, there's a big Cavs jam, and they said it was on Pascal Siakam <laughs> when it was on Chris Boucher. And Raps fans obviously pissed. You know, on one hand, ESPN doesn't talk about us, and then on the next the next hand, they, they see that. So they're pissed. Love it. I love the Raps fans. It's like Devin Booker getting mad about Amir Coffee. Get mad about something. Just get mad. Uh, but uh, Matt Devlin, Alvin Williams on the Raptors call, very solid. Another guy on the Raptors bench who's come out and uh, has, has played well on his 10 days, Armani Brooks. Yeah. Matt Devlin. Slick, just a slick line. What a night for Armani suit Brooks. Alvin Williams, he's wearing it well. That's it. That's it. Wow. <laughs> like no, no, like hey, that was a funny joke. They didn't, they didn't proclaim their joke funny, which is I definitely would have done, or any of us I think would have done. It just, it just slid in there. It just slid in nice. there, and usually Devlin would, you know, <laughs> you know, he'd say, you'd yeah, say yeah. one of those. And but he's also giving uh, how he used to call uh, Fred VanVleet before the All Star game, Freddie All Star. Yeah, he's doing Scotty Roy. Scotty Barnes, yeah. Rookie of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anything, you should be leaning into the Siakam All NBA. Mm. Uh, just go yeah. with that. I like your chances. The long a little last bit name, Thirteen All NBA. <laughs> yeah, it's a little name. much. It's a little much. I mean, there could be better. Can we think of something better for Rookie of the Year? I can understand him pushing. But in Scotty Canada, shouldn't really. it be Wah? Because Patrick Wah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I never Wah, really sure. thought about it until you said it. Like Armani Brooks, that's like a double suit name. <laughs> Armani suits uh -huh. Brooks Brothers mm. I don't know do they do suits oh of course they do yeah oh, very okay. casual okay there you go <laughs> so let's uh, get his basketball reference nickname uh, as double suit double suit <laughs> you know what his nickname is, or his middle name is actually Indochino <laughs> Uh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Promo code no, Doug. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Trey, I, I feel like we keep doing this to you, uh, but we have to get your oh, take on God. another Let's Bulls go. loss. Devontae Graham and McCollum, they lead the Pelicans past your Chicago Bulls, 126-109. What, what's going on? Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Devontae Graham and CJ McCollum didn't beat the Bulls last night. Jose Alvarado beat the Bulls last night. 13 points in the fourth quarter, hit a couple of threes, had three assists, two steals. It was 90 to 90, and he was huge in a 12 0 run yeah. for the Pelicans. His biggest play, forcing a travel on Alex Caruso after he was hiding in the corner. The guy just went and stood in the corner. You know, Bulls fans were getting upset that the bench of the Pelicans was hiding him a little bit, (laughs) shielding him away from Alex Caruso. Uh, But they inbounded the ball. He jetted up there, got uh, right up into Caruso. Caruso tried to, like, just throw it over the top of him. He got called for a travel. And an all-time travel violation dance, I thought, from Jose Alvarado. Like, I think the pinnacle right now is Chris Duhon on the bench enjoying it. But, like, as soon as Caruso got called for the travel... Um, Alvarado's in a squat. Like, <laughs> that was really impressive. And this has become like his thing. Yes. The Alvarado, like, sneaky Pablo Prigioni, yeah. like, uh, hang back, hang yeah. out in a corner, and then when they inbound it, come and either steal it or get a travel. Yeah. They call him Grand Theft Alvarado. <laughs> Got the nickname here at Georgia Tech. That's an awesome, awesome nickname. Dude. And I think they call his hiding move the No Way Jose. So <laughs> the guy's got, like, finishing moves out here. Uh, but if you'll notice something about Devontae Graham, see, J. McCollum and Jose Alvarado. They're all guards. Mm-hmm. The Bulls have literally nothing on defense right now. Alex Caruso, he's shaking off the rest. It ain't helping right now. Io has hit the wall big time. He played basically 40 minutes a game through February and March, and it is showing. There's no fight. There's no physicality. If you have one tough guy on your team, you're going to beat the Bulls at this point. It's getting so bad out there that I'm getting custom memes sent to me. This came from Tommy oh, no. Porro. Oh, God. Sent over this Fresh Prince meme late last night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's you got really Uncle good. Phil sitting in the middle, playing tournament fear setting in while the rest of the family is looking around. Lonzo Ball not looking good. He can't even run right now. Zach Levine, he had an awesome game last night, but yeah. his knees are not great. And then we've got uh, watching the defense in the second half. Uh Wow. Bulls' best chance to stay in the top six right now is Cleveland losing. Yeah. So mm. I'm watching every Cavs game to see them lose. They got a big one on Saturday in Cleveland, which I guess is probably why DeRozan wasn't playing yeah. last night. Right. He needs some rest. He's been, you know, he had his wilt month. He was incredible in February, but he slowed down a little bit. So they need him uh, on Saturday against Cleveland. It's another must-win game, just like the one against the Raptors was. That's the biggest thing for the Bulls right now. They got the pl- they got the tiebreaker over the Raps. Yep. They've got a 2-1 lead over Cleveland right now, so this one is Huge. really, really key on Saturday. What do you got to yeah. add to this? I, I thought when Zach Levine, you know, I thought he did look good last night. Yeah. He threw down that dunk. Big dunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge, and it was, I think that tied the game up, if I remember correctly. It was like 74-74. I'm like, okay, yeah, but a little some spark here. The Bulls got some fight. It's going to be the yeah. Pelicans. will probably take care of business. The opposite happened. Bulls Twitter was a bit edgy last night. They sure. never felt comfortable, I didn't think. They, they just sort of felt they were going to slip away. This one was going to slip away, and it did. Uh, yeah, I was just checking on DeRozan, really, because I think he was a late scratch, if I remember. Uh, hopefully, he is back. I mean, they desperately need him, especially in the fourth quarter. When you need a bucket, that's what he's been doing all season long, and I think you really missed that when the Pels were on that run last night. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's there's still 11 games over 500. I mean... It's they started the season incredibly strong. Incredibly well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're still back. They're still back, baby. <laughs> Best season in five years. Wow. Yeah. And it's ending like all the rest of the seasons, unfortunately, <laughs> right yeah. now. Oh, great game for Vooch, though. Great game. Huge game. <laughs> Huge game. Two points in the second half, I saw. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah well, he was an all-star, right? No, not this time. year. No, but I mean oh, in the past. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Like, he was two, time. all- two times he two made time. the all-star yeah. game. He can score baskets. Yeah. yeah. He can score in the post. 
He yeah. can shoot threes, uh, right? Yeah. He, I, uh, I, I mean, Jonas Valanciunas just yeah. schooled his ass. I wish I could have put a bet on this. How long it would have taken for Trey Kirby to turn on Vooch? I told, I told you, game one this year, I was like, Vooch is going to be the scapegoat, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. oh, still, every morning, every morning, I see that Bulls flag flapping outside the house. <laughs> I salute it. <laughs> salute to the boys. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hang it at half mast this week. I think. Oh wow. Okay. You're, it's not over. No. Uh, but it's it like the Pels were clowning on him there for a while. Look, some incredible reactions. Fresh Prince. I didn't realize. Great acting there. It's some <laughs> Tatiana Ali there. Oh, yeah. um, incredible act and some incredible bench reactions. That Trey Murphy dunk by the Pels uh, for the Pels. Buzzer beater. Uh, <laughs> Buzzer beater dunk. Oh, and Zion Williamson on the bench. Zion's on the bench mm. and with a great reaction. Oh shit! When he saw that Don, the Jonas Valanciunas uh, fade away on Vooch, he was just being more physical than yeah. Vooch, pushing him around, and Brandon Ingram yelling from the bench. You know, they don't have their two best players playing in this game, and Jose Alvarado, just not a, a little spark plug, but he's yeah, he's scoring the way he can. Uh, he's getting into the lane. He's at, over his last six games, almost eleven points, six assists. And that 2.7 steal mark where, yes, it's great to have a guy back in the league that's doing the Pablo Prigioni. Uh, usually a, a Pablo Prigioni is usually a, a steal. Like you hang out in the backcourt, team inbounds, a steal. But, yeah, to get a travel call, you're hiding. He's like Pablo hiding. Pablo doesn't yeah, hide. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This he's is another level. He's going to the corners. Yeah. And basically or, just like the team forgets that he's there. Like yeah. why would he be there? Yeah. 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 Or he's going to duck behind the guy who's getting yeah. inbounded yeah. too. Like he's... Sneaky. It's, it's, it happens in soccer too sometimes yeah. where the guy will be down, maybe pretending he's injured. The goalkeeper puts the ball on the ground. Then the guy comes running out like that and he grabs it and kicks the goal. So more it costs more in soccer if you lose the goal. But sure. the travel in that moment was... Uh, that was, yeah. that was awesome. That, that's honestly what I knew the Bulls had lost because I'm listening to the Bulls broadcast and all Stacey King could keep saying is like, they can't be on the court like that. They can't be on the court like that. I was like, all right, game over. Yeah. <laughs> game over. I mean, Good night. Yeah. Like, I guess technically the, the Pelicans bench players, there were a few of them. Like, their feet were on, on <laughs> yeah. the floor. They were. Yeah, their the toes were on the yeah. floor. Yeah. But it's yeah. not like they were like, it's no. not like he was like right behind them. Like, they're like shielding him. Yeah. Really it's, funny yeah. stuff. And, and Devontae Graham, I mean, just recently, I did a whole thing of like disappointing players. I guess we did, obviously. And I had Devontae Graham on that list, or least improved, I guess what we called it. And, uh, you know, he shut me up last night. He had an extremely efficient game for him. 5 of 7 from deep, 8 of 12 overall, 30 points. He's a plus 28 in this game. Uh, you know, Valanchunas did work inside, but he was really good. You know, we're giving a lot of love to Jose because of the sneakiness and stuff like that and sort of being a, a no-name guy coming out of nowhere. But Devontae Graham was great. In 30 minutes, he scored 30 points. Pelicans have got the Lakers two of the next four games, and they're tied That's right, right now. Yeah, so, so they huge. could be hosting yes. uh, in a potential uh, you know first game there in the plan mm-hmm. between uh, Pelicans Lakers, which it looks like it's going to be. We just don't know who's going to be hosting that yeah. game. You're right. Uh, all right, the other games last night. Just quickly here, we had uh, Desmond Bain scoring 30. Grizzlies killed the Pacers, 133 to 103. Uh, they have locked up a playoff spot, so that's uh, a given now. And then Drew Holiday helped the shorthanded Bucks beat the Wizards, excuse me, 114 to 102. Uh, the only really thing to add to any of this is uh, the Grizzlies say John Morant is going to be reevaluated mm. in two weeks yeah. as he continues to deal with this knee soreness that apparently happened in the Hawks game that we were at. Yes, I remember it. Right. Yeah. And he's missed the last couple games. Uh, not that it matters. Memphis is now 16-2 and two without him, so they keep racking up wins. But look, I mean... Grizzlies have plans to go deep here. Yeah. Uh, Could matter number, in the playoffs. Being yeah. a number two seed, yeah. And reevaluated. It, it, they sound like 
it feels like a little bit, let's get them some rest. It's obviously a little bit of a lingering issue. I'm not too, too concerned if I'm, if I'm reading into what Jenkins is saying and stuff like that. Like, he says almost, like, he'll be back right before the start of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Probably get a game or two in and then... Then you just hope he doesn't re-injure it, I guess. Oh, obviously. I mean, yeah. we want we want a healthy, fit John oh, yeah. Moran in the playoffs. But I guess for the Grizzlies, the silver lining, if there's any, is that they've had extended stretches without him and have not missed a beat. So they can play without him. I mean, the game last night doesn't really yeah, count. You're but playing a Pacers yeah, team that doesn't want but to win. But the game before against Brooklyn yeah. was, was no good, and the, and uh, and they were incredible in that game. So the Grizzlies won't make any excuses for it. Uh, they'll just go out there and keep doing what they're doing. But God, I hope we have Jar in the playoffs. Otherwise, it'll be a uh, a bummer. Anything to add to either of those two <clears throat> somewhat blowouts? I guess the closest game last night was the Bucks Wizards, but anything from you guys? Nah. Nah. When we get to Tweet of the Night, though, mm. a bit of a worry for the Memphis Grizzlies. Bit of a worry. Bit of a worry. What a yeah. Jesus, Jesus, tweet of the night. Dark in wow. Tweet of the Night. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. I mean, you know, no, nobody... nobody really tunes in for Tweet of the Night, so I just got to tease it, man. I got to big it up. <laughs> okay. All right, I like it. I like you your know, strategy. It's dying. Well, let's take our... What? Yeah. Why is okay, it I went too far. I went too far. Jeez. It's endangered. <laughs> let's We're take running our... out of tweets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the steam for the tweets. <laughs> let's take our Tweet first steam. break. Uh, when we come back, some true or false questions, and then later on, a very depressing, apparently, no, tweet. No, no, no. We gotta, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we gotta resuscitate it. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, back with the boys here in the Classic Factory for a little drop podcast fun. JD's got a new intro for True or False. Oh, I like that. Very trippy. True, True or false. false is not dead. No, <laughs> that's right. True or False is back, baby. Yeah. Uh, so, if it were up to James Harden, his new teammate, Joel Embiid, would be winning MVP this season. Quote, is what he told ESPN. He deserves it, man. I've only been here for a few weeks, but I already see his mindset. He wants to win. Some guys just want numbers, but he has both. He has the mentality of winning, and he scores the ball at a high level. 
I think he's prepared himself, especially coming off last year, for this year to be one of his best years. So my true or false question is, and Lee, you can get started here. Mm. True or false, Joel Embiid deserves <laughs> MVP. There's five guys who deserve MVP. He's not going to win it, I don't think, Joel Embiid. I think he's had a very strong case. He's had a great season. The Sixers obviously going to finish in the, uh, you know. He's top. at the table? He's, he's definitely at the table okay. here. But this is really just uh, James Harden gassing up his homie. I mean, this is what teammates do. We saw Ja Morant after the, after the Grizzlies beat the Nets the other day saying, there's your defensive player of yep. the year. There's your uh, most, improved. most improved and coach as well, yes. Taylor Jenkins. Right, and then right. last night, someone from Phoenix was saying, there's your defensive player of the year, Mikael Bridges. Yep. There's your MVP. <laughs> there's your coach so, of the year. Exactly. <laughs> so it does it. Of, of course, James Harden's trying to make the case here for Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, James Harden is a former MVP, three-time runner-up, so he knows what it takes to win the award. But as far as deserving it, this is a great race we have this season. And I don't know who will win it. I know who the uh, top candidates are are going to be and it's really going to be interesting to see how the uh, voters break it down do you award winning more so than again we've talked about you know Jokic has about the same record but he's further down in the standings does that mean anything should it mean anything do you go for like points do you look at Joel Embiid and say well this is clearly the best season of his career does that count for anything you know so and then you do got to look at Devin Booker is making a a strong case here because his team's going to win more games than anyone yeah he's going to have the classic best player on the best team and then you're going to have you know Ja Morant but then he may miss over a quarter of the season by the end of it Uh, you know so everyone's got sort of like a strong case these guys but they've also got but maybe one or two things that could detract from them. Is, is it true, or do you think it's true, that no one right now over the last like week or so, I guess, is really grabbing it, though, the MVP? It feel, feel, still feels like it's up in the air between if it's Jokic and Bead and Giannis. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. like, no one has really over the last week or two been like, it's mine, I'll take it, and then, you know, okay, they're going to take it. I think it's going down to the wire. Yeah. No matter what, and that's great. I, You know, we've all sort of declared a, a bunch of awards earlier on in the season rookie of the year for instance uh scotty barnes obviously making up a lot of ground i, I don't want to declare the mvp it's gonna be good that it goes down to the wire it's nice it feels good <laughs> feels good yeah I, I think this is true i think uh mb deserves it Jokic deserves it and Giannis deserves it the most if uh james harden is saying winning is most important playing for the one seat is most <laughs> important and scoring is most important Giannis has more total points than Joel Embiid, more wins. He's higher in the standings, rebounds more, and is a more efficient scorer. So I'm surprised that Harden isn't going to bat for Giannis here. Giannis, yeah. clear MVP. Well, he's not skilled, though, is he? According mm, to, it's uh, too easy. Just yeah, run it and dunk it out there. That's right. That's yeah. what you have to do. And as far as uh, the winning matters, sure. Uh, but Philly, playing in the Eastern Conference, could win 50 games and be the two seed. That's a low number mm-hmm. for an MVP. How when we when we look back at MV, total total MVPs, wins you're talking yeah fifteen yeah. thirty two when we look back at MVPs it's got to be one of the on the lower end mm. even if they're up in the Eastern Conference yeah no it's a good point I I th- one thing I I guess surprised me from the article Harden saying you know Embiid for MVP uh, Ramona Shelburne I believe wrote it that a lot of people thought when the Harden trade happened he comes from Brooklyn to Philly that that would maybe diminish Embiid's stats and by way of that his MVP case but. Embiid is averaging more points and more rebounds since the trade yeah. uh, with James Harden there. So it's, uh, you know, really hasn't hurt him in those departments. Um, I want to bring this up to uh, Nikias Duncan on Twitter yesterday. I thought he asked a, just a fun question. Like, what is your MVP criteria? Okay, he throws that out there. And I absolutely love this response uh, from Iman, uh, one of the Dishes and Dimes uh, pros there, podcast uh, Dishes and Dimes. She wrote, this may be controversial, but I think the criteria should be fluid. 
Every season is unique, and that should allow for the fluidity in the criteria for a regular season award. So she continued, if a team wins 73 games, the criteria for MVP that season should be maybe best player on best team. If a guy averages a triple-double for the first time in a trillion years while carrying a giant load and dragging his poor team to relevancy, the criteria for MVP should fit him. One standard for such a subjective award is bad, in my opinion. It doesn't allow for voters to capture what mattered in that specific season. If we want a best player set standard, then create that award and name it that. I just thought that was an interesting way to look at it. I think I sort of agree with it, too. It does like, you know, what's your criteria? It doesn't mean it has to be like that yeah. every year. Maybe it shouldn't. I don't know if you have a yeah. take on that. Well, I think that did help Westbrook's case that year. He of did course. it because it was like, how can we not give a guy who's averaging a triple-double most valuable player? I think they only won 45 games, but he led the league in scoring as well because it was like we've never seen that for, you know, 50 years or whatever mm-hmm. it was at the time. So it, it's tough. I mean, people do – some people say, I value the winning. You've 65 wins, that means you've got to have – Right. Certainly, top one or two in your Isaiah team. Thomas right now, yeah. the Hall of Famer Isaiah Thomas is like he's basically saying that. I've yeah. seen him over the last week or so. He's like, it should be Devin Booker. Yes, case closed because it's the best team by yes. far. Yes, and he's the best player. I mean, especially with Chris Paul missing a good chunk there, uh, and so he's going to bat for that. That's yep. his criteria. But, of course, other people say, well, come on, look what Jokic and Embiid and Giannis are doing mm-hmm. here. Isn't that what everybody does every year? They come up with their own criteria? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. It is different every year. Yeah, yeah, like four of us sit here at and this table. Be. We've sat, sat beside each other for 15 years. We all have different ideas, whether it's wins, whether it's just player doing the most, whether it's being hurt when your player is off the floor. Everybody kind of has their own opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all tried to – people have tried to get it uniform across the board for everybody, but – that's what's great about it. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not because then it would be boring. Uh, because you know you do have your, hey, Jokic is doing the absolute most when it comes to every category out there. Jokic leads the most categories. Right. So then it's cut and dry. Then it's yeah, it's black and white. <laughs> he wins. That's boring. Right, uh, right, there's right. less argument that way. So I think everybody has their own opinion. It's a good point, but I think that's already happening. Well, there's only what eight, nine, ten games left for a majority of the teams, and we still haven't like decided. <laughs> I mean, we don't have a vote, but the people that have the vote, at some point, they're gonna have to say, "Okay, it's one of these guys," and you know, and maybe it's still up in the air, which is wild to think. It, that, yeah, if, it's if it is, that's crazy because that means if Jokic and beat Giannis, maybe somehow like a Booker or something, if a couple forty-point games, a couple monster, you know, a game winner here or there, like it could actually mm-hmm. swing the balance in terms of like who you're voting for if you have an actual vote. All right, our next one here, guys. Arkansas defeated Gonzaga, the Bulldogs, last night, 74-68. Mm. Yeah, in last night's Sweet 16 showdown. It was in San Fran. Oh, man. So the number one draft prospect and hashtag skinny guy, uh, Chet Holmgren, he notched a double-double in the game, but he fouled out with three minutes remaining, so he was in foul trouble. It's been really fun as, like, a NCAA noob that doesn't really follow it all that much to try and, try and watch people project Holmgren at the NBA level, like, who's he going to be? There's comparisons. Some say it's, like, Porzingis. Some say it's Poku. Some say it's wow. Sean Bradley. Some say it's Kevin Durant, for crying out loud. <laughs> it's all over the map, and I don't know. Um, but I just want to know the true or false question. And, Trey, uh, you probably know the most about college basketball. It's like, true or false, you're still a Chet Holmgren believer. Oh, I'm a Chet head, baby. Yeah, are you? Big yeah. time. Okay. He's clearly skilled, and he's clearly good at big man things. He averaged 10 rebounds a game in college. That usually translates to the NBA. He averaged four blocks a game as well because he's very tall. 
but he's also very clearly skinny, so he's going to have some ugly moments early in his career because he's not going to be big enough to play the five against an Embiid or a Giannis or a Jokic, any of the MVPs out there. Right. Like you're saying, he gets compared to Porzingis and Durant, like, just because he's skinny, but he's probably going to be more like Rudy Gobert with better offense. And that's a Hall oh. of Fame player right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, if Rudy Gobert had better offense, the Jazz would be very happy. Also, I don't know if you guys saw that game last night. Yep. Those last three fouls on Chet Holmgren are not getting called in the NBA. Uh, those I, are, I agree. Those are, that's great defense, Yeah. <laughs> honestly, on all three of them. So, bad refing there. I think if he sticks around, they probably uh, pull off the comeback. But we'll see. He's going to be a guy that people are going to be ready to judge right away. Sure. Like, anytime he looks bad, this guy's going to be a bust. And anytime he looks good, he's going to be a superstar. But I personally still think he's really good. He's 195 pounds. 194. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's what the stats are. Yeah, wow. he's ty- Yeah, so he gets Skinny. pushed around yeah. underneath. And I guess maybe that's what makes those verticality calls look worse, look like he's fouling because he maybe. flies. But he's going straight up. Is the NCAA like 10 years behind the NBA? Yeah, he was, the NCAA he just went, sucks when it comes to officials. He went straight up and uh, he got hit, uh, his last one specifically, and but you you're still, out of the game. Okay, well, what he's you've talented. seen. Yeah, you, I mean, he's not Poku. Like, he can dribble like Poku. <laughs> he can't shoot like Durant, but he can pass uh, really well. Um, he's got handles. Uh, he can block shots. Uh, yeah, he's, he's offensively he's gifted, and he's he's quick for a 194. I wonder how much he that quickness he loses if he bulks up. Uh, but who knows? Um, I think he's gonna have a better career than Poku. I can't go Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what, what do you what do you think? What have you seen? Uh, well, Not I've seen if he's being compared to Durant. That reminds me, Adam Morrison was once compared to Larry Bird, and Deshaun Stevenson was once compared to Michael Jordan. Yes. So. Uh, Sometimes the comparisons are not accurate. Well, I gave you other names too. Yeah, Poku. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you hope he's better than Poku. Um, <laughs> Man, and who, well, I mean, Poku Poku's fine, but it, like, Al Gasol, you see a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Um, he was very skinny when he came. Yeah, into the yeah. League. Well, and talking about the skinny guy, I mean, even Dwight Howard, Something who was back. physically a big young kid, he was pushed around for the first couple of seasons until your body fills out. It's going to be tough. But I just wonder. So let's just say, does he go to Portland? You know, I mean, you know, they, they could use a big guy for sure. Right, right. So, yeah. um, but the, honestly, for me, it is so hard to take out of any college to see really, unless there's an absolute stud, to see how he's going to translate for his first yeah. two or three seasons. Because it's just very, very difficult from playing against kids to playing against, like you say, Joel Embiid. Imagine going up against Joel Embiid when you're 19 <laughs> years old, you know. And he's and and you know he's a physical beast. Oh, it's yeah. like when guys coming out of uh, college going up against Prime Shaq. I mean, it's like, oh my god, what am I doing here? What are we running here? Why am I defending against this <laughs> yeah. guy? Yeah, and I think Trey's right. There are going to be some probably rough moments uh, in his rookie season where people are going to very quickly say, "See, Pump. people See. are going to want to dunk on Chet a lot." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's harder for big guys as well. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's harder because you can't use your physicality on the other end either most of the time. I mean, we've seen Evan Mobley. He's able to sort of stretch his game yeah, a little I've bit. I've heard some comparisons to him as yeah. well. I mean, people have thrown that out there. Which is, which is good, but it's also like you do want to see a guy a little bit more down in the paint, I think. So a yeah. big guy. He's definitely skinnier in Mobley, that's for sure. He's going to get pushed around for sure. Uh, but the comparisons, Pokashevsky, Porzingis, Powell, and Durant. So three out of four white guys. I think the ratio is getting better. Usually a white guy comes out of college, it's 100% white guy to white guy right. ratio. A Morrison to a bird. Yeah, yeah, at least we got one Durant, one black player in there. Uh, I heard uh, Rick Devins on, on Survivor saying that he gets compared to, who does he get compared to? Well, he's to? getting compared oh, to Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. White guy to white guy. He yeah. said, even in Survivor, it's like the NBA. Yeah. 
us white guys get compared to white guys? He's is he better than Daniel? Oh yeah, yeah. we don't oh, know yeah. Daniel's. I mean, yeah, we, we don't, don't know. know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's but, young. Yes. He's young. It's his rookie season. That's right. That's a good point. Uh, well, speaking of Rick Demons, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you meant to do that, but uh, he was on No Buffs last night. He was rocking a uh, very slick Atlanta Hawks corduroy hat, and he told the story that uh, another Survivor contestant actually sent this to him, uh, Tyler Fredrickson from Survivor 30, way back in the day, I guess, at this point. And, you know, Rick is a, a, a Hawks fan. He likes a lot of the Atlanta teams. But Tyler was saying, do you know what this hat's from? Do you know where this is from? And then Rick told us, this is the same hat that a man was wearing in the movie Tremors. <laughs> and here's the crazy part. This is my tweet. This is my photo from like 2013. So wow. I was watching Tremors in 2013, <laughs> saw the Hawks hat, I was like, that's a cool hat, and uh, tweeted it. Anyway, you know, life is a flat circle. Um, <laughs> but here's my true or false question. And for some reason, no one wanted to answer this first uh, in, the, uh, in the Google Doc. True or false, Tremors was a good movie. I can barely remember. It was 90s, wasn't it? Early 90s? 1990, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. can barely remember it. Uh, what do you think it's about? Earthquakes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No? Worms. Worms? <laughs> Straight up about worms. He doesn't know what it's about. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I've seen it or not. There was uh, Giant worms, man. Uh, I haven't seen it then. What's the premise? <laughs> we got worms. <laughs> There's literally worms <laughs> that can hear the tremors oh, underneath. Okay. Yeah. It's like they're, a they're, yeah. it's like a fake uh, monster movie, kind of. Not a fake monster movie, <laughs> but a little bit fake? of a spoof, if you will. Uh, I will be shocked if anybody has seen this more recently than you, Skeets. You said you yeah. watched it yeah, in 2014. I watched it on TV. I don't think I've watched it since we've changed over to the 2000s. Personally, you, JD? Uh, definitely not. I, <laughs> Film I, session. Tremors. Yeah. Okay, Tremors is, is not that bad. No, I don't. It's not I, bad. I remember liking it when yeah. I saw it. And the my biggest takeaway from that movie was I watched the entire movie and then I realized that guy, I think, well, I know, is this guy. And I did not realize that this is the dad from Family Ties. Michael <laughs> oh, wow. And I was like, oh my, like... I watched wow. the entire movie without realizing that. Right. That was like that was my big takeaway from wow, that movie. Yeah. So I was like, that guy is a great actor oh, because yeah. he totally was <laughs> wow. a, like like this redneck guy. Uh, but yeah, it's sort of like Jaws meets Dune, really, because yep. it's these it massive uh, uh, worms under <laughs> that cause tremors. Uh, I don't. I remember liking it, but yeah, maybe we should do a film session. We should. Yeah. Uh, tremors two sucked mm. <laughs> it was brutal from what I remember uh, but yeah tre- it's got um, Tremors has um, Kevin Bacon in it yeah. right yeah, yeah. you like okay. Kevin Bacon yes, uh, yes. Uh, Reba McIntyre how do you feel about her uh, <laughs> indifferent okay and then uh, Ma- is it Michael Gross Michael, Michael Gross, Gross. Yeah, and that's... Fred Ward who's, right who's great right. yeah alright Roger Ebert gave it three and a half out of four stars. This is decent. He recommended it. You can find a clip of Siskel and Ebert talking about this movie. And at one point, Ebert says to Siskel, did you ever think that as a grown man, you would be sitting here talking to me about worms? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, but I recommend it. I think I think Ebert was like a thumbs up. And Siskel was more of a thumb side. Yeah, that's okay. always a way with those two, man. Oh, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it? I think uh, I think Siskel was mad. He's like, why were there only four worms? <laughs> I <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't they breed with the other worms out there at some point? He couldn't believe the science of it. I can't believe this, but there are 
I thought they stopped after... I thought maybe there was a Tremors 3 after Tremors 2. There is... <laughs> there are five Tremors. Wow. And then there might be even a prequel. I guess they did breed. Wow. <laughs> so there's... Tremors 2 is called Tremors 2 Aftershocks. Good. Good. Not bad. Tremors 3, <laughs> Back to Perfection. <laughs> because the first one was so yeah. good. <laughs> Tremors 4, The Legend Begins. Maybe that's the prequel. prequel sure. uh, Tremors 5, Bloodlines. And then there's Tremors, A Cold Day in Hell, and Tremors, Shrieker Island, which was in 2020. There was also a television series yeah. called Tremors. <laughs> What's going on? There's a lot of Tremors. At, uh, well, that's what happens, though, after an earthquake, isn't it? You get a lot of Tremors. It's so, not about uh, earthquake. Ah, it's okay. about worms. <laughs> it's a Western-themed uh. monster horror comedy. What don't you understand? Yeah, it's got nothing to do with well, if earthquake. Well, if I knew Michael Gross and I would have watched it. He was great as uh, like Stephen that. Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Good dad. Ah, great dad. Yeah. <laughs> great show, Family Ties. Better than Uncle Phil? Yes. Wow. Yes. I think so. That's going to be a good March Madness bracket. What you got? <laughs> Sitcom Best dads. Dad, yeah. Sitcom dads. That's not yeah. bad. Wow. <laughs> I'm thinking we're all caught up on Fast and Furious movies, so maybe we dip into the Tremors <laughs> oh, universe no. this summer. Go down Jeez. the wormhole. I'm telling you, Tremors 2 is brutal. I can only imagine how bad they The get. wormhole is a great name for that podcast, though. Oh, now we gotta, yeah. oh, we gotta do it. Oh, we gotta do it. Gotta watch Trump. We always name a podcast or a segment <laughs> yeah, first. That's, that's right. Don't care about the content. <laughs> All right, coming this summer. Wormhole from the though. team that yeah. brought you Fast Friends. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, we were we were reaching there for a third true or false question, weren't we? But yeah. Was, in the end, we started talking about Tremors for five minutes. So Yeah, we milked it like a Tremors franchise. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, final break. When we come back, we got a tweet of the night. We got Pick'em Results, and we got Rapid Fire Fun. We'll be right back. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately. So I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures, both analog and digital. A lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets. The things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs, whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney. It's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. All right, let's start wrapping up this week, and we'll do that by getting to a little Tweet of the Night. Mm, Tweet of the Night. 
Wow. Twitter. We're going back to basketball. For tweet of the night. A very, very basketball-y tweet from Law Murray of The Athletic. Tweeting about Paul George. He covers the uh, the Clippers beat there for Los Angeles. He tweeted, Paul George. Now, he's out Friday night versus the Sixers, but he is participating in practice as the next phase of his rehab. And mm. Paul George is going to be back. It's going to fly under the radar, kind of like Chris Paul coming back. But Paul George being at practice for the first time in over three months. Last time he played, December 22nd, a mm. long time ago. Team was 17 and 15 back then. And without him and without Kawhi Leonard, they have hung on a 19 and 23 record since then. Very impressive to me with guys leading the way like Reggie Jackson, Ivica Zubats, Nick Batum, mm-hmm. those type of guys doing the job out there. They're, they're solidified in eighth in the Western Conference playoff picture. They ain't going anywhere up or anywhere down. Um, but I would be worried if I was the Timberwolves or the Nuggets that they're going to face in that play-in tournament. They're going to go on the road where they are very comfortable. If you remember last year, they took the first couple games from the Mavs on the road in that first playoff series. They ended up winning that series. Then Kawhi Leonard went out in the second series against the Utah Jazz. They won that series with Paul George leading the charge, and then they took the Suns to six games in the conference finals with Paul George at the helm. So I would be worried, number one, if I'm the the Timberwolves, don't have a lot of experience uh, you know, or the Nuggets, or if they happen to beat one of those teams, the Memphis Grizzlies. As I said earlier, a team, uh, a Clippers team, you can see that's been on the road, that's been tested against a young team. If John Morant is just coming back, this is a team no one's talking about, but could easily pop into the second round. I think uh, this there would be a lot of team, a lot of people. I think taking them as an upset uh, in the first round if they play Memphis specifically. I think just really? because they've been there. Wow, yeah. would you? No, That's, not yet. I, mean, I know yet. it's tough without yeah. Paul George having yeah. even come back yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd want to see him, and then you'd obviously want to see Morant's status. But even without Morant, I think the Grizzlies could uh, take down the Clippers. But Ty Lue, I think, a very good playoff coach. So mm-hmm. that would be interesting to see how he would strategically plan. But the Grizzlies just been continually impressive all yeah. season long. But I, I buy you on the one game to get in if you're the Nuggets or the Wolves taking a Clippers team on. That's already a bit of a scrappy bunch, but then you had Paul George in the mix. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I don't know. You know, you wouldn't want to play that, I don't think. Oh, no, definitely not because the Clippers play good defense even without Paul yeah. George out there. They're yeah. a top 10 defense. They're just terrible on offense because they got to just get hot from three basically at this point. So adding an all-NBA caliber player in Paul George, that's good for a playoff team or for a play-in team at least. But you're right, Tess, this was a little bit of a depressing (laughs) tweet of the night because like you said, Clippers 17 and 15 when Paul George was there, then you were going to hit us with the record when he was gone. I thought it was going to be good. It was 19 and 23. Yeah. I mean, fair. You know, they did a good job of hanging on, but I just thought it was going to be more exciting when you mm, said that. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's not, it wasn't a thriving record, um, but... Surviving record. Surviving record. Yep. I mean, we talked about it. Better than the Lakers this year. That's a win. Yeah, I, I think for them to be, yeah, close to 500 is is phenomenal. Paul George was an MVP candidate for about five weeks, mm-hmm. and then the other five weeks he played this season he was not he he fell back yeah. to earth hard but i think that's uh one of the positives of paul george going into the playoffs healthy he's good the first month and then you know yeah. things, things so if he, if he is healthy he, he is back at practice and and uh he's had that elbow injury which could could be lingering too because it there was uh even law murray of the athletic has his timeline up because he kind of came back for two games went out uh there's an mri he he, he was Reevaluated, so he's had some issues there, and it sure feels like he is coming back. And that and that is it's going to be a tough out again. 
they were a conference finalist last year with Paul George being their number one. You know, for part of it, uh, along with Kawhi Leonard, who it sure feels like is not coming. Well, back I was just going to ask season. you that: if Paul George does come back here before the end of the regular season, does play in the play-in, then we're going to hear, "Oh, does that mean Kawhi is also going to return?" Like that's that's naturally going to happen. That's going to be guess. the buzz, but you don't believe that we'll see him. Uh, I yeah. le- Paul George has played this year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Kawhi Leonard has been long gone. I don't think he's anywhere near practice. Yeah, it's just too late. I think it's too late for Zion. Uh, even though he's practicing. <laughs> I was just thinking that the play-in in the West could be amazing if, like, the Clippers got Paul yeah. George, like, you know, in a dream world, they get Kawhi back to you. It's not going to happen. Zion comes back to the Pelicans. Anthony Davis comes back to the Lakers. Could just be, like, a bloodbath there. Mm. But Nuggets drop into the happening. play and get Porter Jr. And yeah, yeah, yeah right, back. right. <laughs> yeah, Silver would be loving that. <laughs> big, big games there. Uh, doing big ratings, seeing those guys return. Okay, Paul George. Possibly coming to a court soon. Okay, pick them results from last night. Suns Nuggets. Denver was favored by three and a half. This is brought to you by BetMGM. Yeah, three of us here in the Classic Factory taking Denver to cover. Look good for a second, but uh, yeah, the Suns, because of Amir Coffee's headshot, uh, <laughs> storm back, do their thing like How they dare. always do in the fourth quarter, and uh, cover. Uh, not cover, I mean, easily cover, but get the win too. Moneyline hits. So, Lee, nice. You're right back in this thing. Oh, yeah. You're, you're eight and ten. I'm nine and nine, and these guys are ten and eight. Anybody could lose because mm-hmm. there's enough games still here in March. We got tonight, a couple next week. So Tass, key game here. What is it? Yeah, and I'm on the uh, the wrong side of Ooh. the uh, ledger Ooh. tonight um, because the three of you are taking the Atlanta Hawks at home minus two and a half against the Golden State Warriors coming to town without Steph Curry, of course, but Draymond Green and Clay Thompson will be back, and that's why I yeah. kind of favor the Warriors. If Steph Curry was playing, I'd think more about the Warriors, or about the Hawks because they get up for the good teams. But if Curry's not there, they're going to say, oh, we can beat this team. Uh, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen tonight? But anybody got a, a good feel for the Atlanta Hawks? How, how <laughs> You're lying if you have a good feel yeah. on the Atlanta Hawks. No, You're nobody lying. does. Yeah, that's nobody. why I technically went with an eagle. I don't really feel the Hawks. I don't really feel the Bay. Go uh, silly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, who knows with the Hawks? Who's, they're at home. You that's were thinking why. of going down to this game at one yeah, point. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah. I assume that's not happening. Uh, Steph's With not playing, man. You want to go? No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> I could be talking to it, but yeah. <laughs> it's been a long week. I got an email from the Hawks saying, come on down, Friday night. If Steph SROs. was playing. What's that? SROs? SROs, yeah. Shros? They give yeah. you a good deal. Probably only 35 bucks. Yeah. This guy's going to buy tickets I'd right say now. I'm going to see what my deal was here. I forgot oh. what my deal was. I, I go with 20. <laughs> Claim last minute standing room only tickets for... 30 bucks. 35 bucks. Oh, wow. Lee knows. Lee knows. Lee knows. Yeah, well, all right. 17.50 per foot. Okay, so just has <laughs> taking the Warriors to uh, cover there. You got some points to play with uh, as the dog, but everybody else taking the Hawks to win by three or more at home. Okay, this is the drop, so that means we end with some rapid fire fun. JD, I know you got a lot on your plate there, but you do have the questions today. Yeah. Oh, yes, I do. I have so much on my plate. Uh, this first one, though, is from. Z Borealis 3 or Z Borealis 3, depending <laughs> on where you are in the world. Jamarant recently said he would enter the dunk contest if he got 1 billion likes on Twitter or something like that. What's something you're afraid uh, to do or just simply don't want to do? And what would it take for you to do it? Tass. I guess uh, think about signing up for a half marathon. 
to run it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, just sign up. I just, yeah, just sign up. Oh, yeah. Probably run it, too. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what would it take to, for you to do that? Guts, I guess. <laughs> guts. Uh, guts. Worms. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's really the extent of my answer. Um, okay. Time is time is what. Like asking slow. Kenyon Martin to be a guest on the show, you don't have the guts uh, to sign a, up for a half marathon. An ongoing joke in the starters. <laughs> Matteo would say that we wouldn't have the guts to interview Kenyon Martin because he would freak us out. <laughs> the would, weirdest thing. <laughs> that was a weird bit. Yeah, weirdest bit. Anyway, because he was nice. on the show. No, Kenya Martin was. Yeah, he yeah. was. We ended up having oh, the guts, yeah. so maybe you will run that. <laughs> <half marathon. laughs> I forgot about that. Mm. All right, skates. Uh, something I just don't want to do. I guess I am sort of afraid of it too. Uh, deep sea diving. Mm. You know, I don't trust the ocean, but you paid me enough. I'd do it. I got to give it a go. Put on the tank. How much? Ten G's. That's it. Yeah. It's it. That's You'll it. pay me 10 Gs. I won't, but someone might. $10,000. Yeah, $10,000, I'll go deep sea diving. I really don't want to. How deep you going? I'll go 100 feet deeper for every $1,000. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's pretty deep. Yeah, pretty deep. You right. get the bends, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, lately. Uh, bungee jumping. Mm. Yeah, I, I was. I used to talk it up before I was 18. Said to mum and dad, "I'm going bungee jumping." They said, "Not before you're 18." Dad said, if "You're 18. You can do it." I said, "All right." The day I turn 18, that was a few years ago. I turned 18. Still haven't done it. You chickened out, like yeah, pretty you... much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw it on this show in New Zealand. That's where it started, and they did it off like. That's this... where I did it. Oh, you've done it. Yeah. yeah, they did it off like this bridge down to like the water, like a natural like river. Yeah, and in Australia where we where we could do it close by it was just like at a like a almost like a theme park and you just jump off the platform into a pool of water yeah and i was like no i want to do it in new zealand but yeah. you know i just have never done it <laughs> what would it take for me to do it though i don't know because i haven't got any excuse to not do it now so you know maybe someone just like shaming me into doing it would be enough <laughs> pick a pair <laughs> if it's in You're New losing Zealand, right now. If it's in New Zealand, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Flight to New Done. Zealand, he'll do it. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, on Wednesday, we had a very rough start to the show. YouTube acting a fool. Yeah. Uh, which meant uh, there was a lot of scrambling around before the show, which meant that I didn't have time to Sir Foster or get my coffee before <laughs> the show. And I ended up trying to squeeze both into the first break. We had four minutes. I tried to make a coffee and take a piss. And, uh, well, you did. I mean, uh, you should have started the coffee, then taken the piss. But you took the piss, then I, tried to make the coffee. That was, that was a mess that day. Yeah, yeah you were. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, what ended up happening was that the coffee was still being brewed. We came back from break. But there was no way in hell I wasn't going to have that coffee. So... Basically, the show ground to a halt, and I got my coffee uh, because I had to. So, the question, what's something you absolutely must have to get on with your day or everything falls apart, Tass? Well, there's a connection between your answers there, your struggles there, JD, and my answer. Uh, I believe I sent you a video. Just, just play that. That'll explain it all. Okay. Two dumps today. Two dumps today. Two dumps today. Yes. Two That's dump, it, man. That's you need two. Explains it. 
Yeah, specifically too. In- yeah, that 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 was specifically that was uh, I was watching 2020 election coverage, and that was uh, <laughs> during the time where the 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 race had not been decided between Tuesday and Saturday. There was a lot of discussions about <laughs> vote dumps when yeah, yeah. when votes vote were dumps. coming in from each county when they were getting the count. People, these poor reporters were there on site waiting and waiting and waiting just to hear about these votes, uh, hear, hear about these big bags, these big dumps of votes, mm-hmm. and I heard that reporter on CNN, uh, and I just had to grab that. Just had to You've grab it. Sitting I, I've been sitting on that for a year and a half. Sitting on that, yeah. Playing the yeah. long game there, but it paid off. It sure did. Like, yeah. uh, like a constipation, I'd waited and I waited. <laughs> and uh, there it is. Great. Great. Skates. Uh, I guess mine's similar to a coffee in the morning. I have to shower in the morning. Mm. I just do not feel ready to tackle a day. Unless I've showered. It's just a wake-up thing for me. Like, even, like, it's so dumb, because, like, sometimes if I'll go for a long run, let's say, in the morning, it's like, why would you shower before you go yeah. for a run? But I, I sort of have, have to. to. Yeah. It, it's, it's just weird, so it's like a coffee. Mm. I get that one for yep. sure. Yep. Uh, Lily? Yeah, coffee, especially with my pretentious new coffee machine. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to go for one specific day in particular, because I had my physical about a month or so ago, and you know you're not supposed to eat. Or, oh. or drink anything beforehand. Sure. So right. I always book the first appointment first thing in the morning. I hate not having breakfast. <laughs> but I take, because they need to do a urine and a blood sample, right? And yeah. so you, as soon as they do that, then I've got like bananas I pack and like a cereal bar or something <laughs> oh, like that. Yeah. You are so much work, man. Oh my God. I, I can't. How's, how's that work for anybody? How's that work for anybody? Just, you just can't change anything about your life. But like how, does that work life for how does that affect it's anybody incredible. else? I go to the doctor, I give him my blood, my urine, and then I eat. How does that affect anybody else's day? It doesn't, I guess. No, it doesn't, but it's <laughs> just, it just amazes me. Like, you can't wait until you're home? Why Why? Why not just take it in there, though, and I, eat but it? But why, why not just wait is the opposite answer to that. Why not just eat it? That's what I'd like because to you're do. not going to die or anything. But you, have you had your blood taken? Uh, yes. Yeah. It, it makes you feel lightheaded. Yeah, I'm sure. To, they yeah. usually give you an orange yeah, yeah, yeah. juice. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. Oh, they not stop doing that? Yeah, yeah because they're taking milliliters, not a Them liter. doing orange juice will be more work for them. I'm taking that out of their hands. <laughs> okay. I'm, just, I'm, right. I'm <laughs> saying, don't worry. I'm taken care of. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah, need yeah. to do anything. Yeah, yeah. you got my blood and urine. Now let me see the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Urine. Right. I love how you said urine. Urine. But you said you book it first because you don't like having breakfast. So it's like you get you want to get that test done with immediately. Boom. And then this man has to eat. What time? 7.30. First oh, wow. appointment. Yeah. <laughs> so you've never gone a day in your life where you just haven't maybe had breakfast? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, you can't go out of the house without showering. Well, 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 I have is the point. I mean, I have uh, done uh, it. Uh, right, right. But I feel like you wouldn't, if that was your thing, like you just wouldn't be able to leave the house. No, know? I love breakfast. The most important <laughs> meal of the day. <laughs> I get it, but it's yeah. just like, I don't know. I'm just trying Eating to think breakfast, like man, it's crazy. I know it's a crazy. No, what's crazy? No, no, no. It's no crazy, here's what's man. crazy. Breakfast. Get out of here. Something, what are you God forbid, happens. Let's say you had a dog and your dog ate something. Oh my God, it's eight in the morning. You haven't had breakfast yet. We got to get that dog to the vet now. Let's go. Lee's like, no, hold on. Eight a.m. I've hold already on, had my on. breakfast. <laughs> I got to eat something. We're not going there. Your dog's dying. Your dog is gonna die. No, I haven't had a dinner yet. Gotta have a shower. Gotta have a shower. Let the dog wait, wait, wait. I know, I know, he's choking on something. I haven't showered. I'm telling you, I can leave. This is the part that amazes me about you. It's like you just 
is so hard. I can't believe having breakfast is such a difficult concept for you to grasp. <laughs> it's, you seem to think as if it's like, you're, you're this guy, man, he's eating breakfast. You've never a day in your life where you haven't had a breakfast. Is one that a crazy question? One day, probably, yes. Okay, okay, that's all I want oh, to know. Oh my god, it's Holy. crazy, isn't it? It's wild crazy. stuff. Worst day of his life, though. It took me ten minutes for you to get to say that. That's the crazy part. I can't believe how difficult it is for you to grasp. Someone likes to have breakfast. I can't. It's it's amazing. You you're you're an incredible man to be able to be like this guy, man. He's got to have his breakfast. Can you believe this guy eats breakfast? I can't. Oh, I, I couldn't believe. And that then you he doesn't, you know, plan when he breakfast. goes to the doctor to say. He loves breakfast. It's really important. I'll take something so the doctor doesn't have to worry Jeez, about it. It's throw crazy. Up, throw up Temper Boy t-shirt. Sales this coming this Tuesday. Oh, oh, Temper Boy t-shirt this Tuesday. Maybe if you went with 7 o'clock, maybe you could have. But, but he's already eating doctor. breakfast. He's already drawn his blood. Lee, yeah, yeah, Lee yeah. I, I'm not, I don't mean to get you going. I'm just like fascinated by you. Okay, would you Absolutely. admit that you're a man admit of it. schedule? For sure. For sure. I, I, I like my breakfast, man. That's what I like. You are That's what I like. I wake else, up in the morning in and I'm like, boom, breakfast. That's incredible. I know. It's it. crazy. It's crazy. Who else does that out there? Who wakes up and has breakfast? Do you have that? Do you have, Do you have a coffee breakfast? before you have I breakfast? Have breakfast. Do you have breakfast? Do you have a coffee before you have breakfast? I don't, I don't have, have breakfast every morning. I don't. Do you have I breakfast, don't. JD? Uh, yeah, uh, not really. Not no. every morning not is every all I'm saying. Morning, yeah. it's, it's all I'm hey, saying. It's the, it's the pat. The packing of the bananas because you have to eat immediately. That's, yeah, what, that's sort of... that so hard to understand? <laughs> it's not hard to understand. It's, it's right. not with Just you. Like, it's like, it's like you, need, it. you, it's need everybody else. you need it because when you're drawing blood, it's lowering your blood sugars. You need to get something into you. <laughs> you won't die, though. I mean, I, I know okay, I'm not going to die, hey, the but I'm just right saying, once I've you. had my blood drawn, I like oh, a banana. God. I mean, fair enough. that's okay. fair. <laughs> you just don't seem to think that, like, that's this is the craziest thing anyone I think it's done. crazy that a grown man can't wait 20 minutes to go home and have his banana at his fucking house. That's crazy. Yes. It doesn't take 20 minutes after you give your blood and urine. That's crazy. Am I crazy to think that? Yes, you are. Of you I am. Because you know, you can't go and have your physical. You're not out in five Holy minutes. shit. Imagine waiting 20 minutes to eat a banana that you haven't had yet in the morning for 42, three years. I've had a banana before seven o'clock every day of my life. And now I'm going to take some blood and I cannot wait to get home. I have to bring my bananas with me. Oh, I've got a shower too. Make oh. sure you shower first. Oh, I love a shower in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I know you do. You would, eat, would you eat a banana in the shower? No. <laughs> Because I'd have it before I have my shower. <laughs> no way to pack if you're going to a shower. So you're naked. You, I did ask you, do you have a coffee before you eat your food, breakfast? No. Wow, okay, so it's a little legit the first thing you do when you wake up. What? Eat breakfast? What do you mean, what? Yeah, yeah it's breakfast. We've been yeah. talking about breakfast. Oh, okay. oh, no, man, you still can't seem to grasp it. You I, can't let it go. I am you cannot let that, it that is go. First, you don't take a dump. You don't take a piss. You don't have a coffee. You don't shower. You don't talk to your wife. You don't say hello to your kids. The first thing this guy does when his head pops up, banana into his mouth. Now the day can start. you got to let it go, man. Wow. You've really got to let wow. it go. You're, you're taking a big loss here, and you've just got to let it go. I, I feel... Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, he is agreeing with me with the banana part. That was amazing. That part. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> that worked out well. I can't wait for Matt Austin to comment on this part of the podcast. I can't wait. That'd be amazing. The doctor should have. I, I agree that they should have a little uh, counter full of snacks. Sure. Why? <laughs> Why? How much blood are you guys getting taken? Not, not much. Well, but people it's just pass like, out all the time. I go. I go donate blood. 
Okay, quite, donate quite blood. You're taking a pint yeah. of blood or two yeah. pints of blood. Yeah. This is a test. This is a blood test. It's yeah, two vials, three vials. It's not that it much. That? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, I like my I like my snacks after. Yeah, yeah. I, all, <laughs> I know, all I know now is famous Amos holler at I'm me. I'm fucking Ooh, hungry, feels, baby. and I would love a banana. So <laughs> should have had breakfast. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. Someone's got to work on the show, I guess. In the morning. All right, what's last? Okay, one, last one. Grant Williams assigned <laughs> Marvel characters to his teammates this week, which was a little weird because earlier he. Re- Refer to himself as Batman. Is it? That's right, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. sounds weird. He was doing Marvel characters, but mm-hmm. he's been called Batman, which is not Marvel. That's right. Yeah. Um, and you know, one time we got the Marvel treatment um, from our uh, man Stefan uh, Vasilev. Right. And this was awesome. Oh like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Leah's Drax. Uh, who was Taz supposed to be again? <laughs> Anonymous Man or something? Or started with an A. Right. Uh, oh yeah. Absolute Man. I don't know. A man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then we got uh, Skeets as Thanos, uh, me as Thor, and uh, Trey as Groot, <laughs> oh, which is just That's awesome. too good. You cannot see it. Like, uh, I know. It's awesome. Uh, and so this this made me think. I, the question is, uh, you know, let's step over to the DC universe and uh, what's your no dunks superhero lineup. But before we get to that, this came in yesterday it's uh an illustration because we're talking about whether or not batman can dunk and this is from jester's nft wow (laughs) who illustrated us as batman villains and it's awesome that's great so is that me on the left you're on the left is uh the riddler then we've got tass as the joker we've got trey as the scarecrow Got Lee is Mr. Freeze and he is the penguin and this displeases me <laughs> because it's what not is very... that in my hand though? What am I holding I... there? It's not a banana, so this must be <laughs> after breakfast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like a paddle of some sort. I don't know what that is. I I, I think you're just sort of clutching your yeah. Fist. I think it's on it's your like I think it's a... on your shirt. Yeah, like, like that red thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I jesters. I should be Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I'm the coldest dude in this place. <laughs> but uh, but this it's a great is drawing incredible of you. work. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's great. Anyways, uh, back to the question. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your no dunks superhero lineup in the DC world, Tass? Mm, so uh, I just had to you know, pivot here and look for morning related DC characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Skeets is a uh, the guy who showers the most. No, I'm kidding. I got nothing. Uh, Flash. Skeets is Flash. You're fast. You say, you okay. Yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, Lee is obviously Aquaman. Yes. Oh, right. Aquaman! <laughs> yes. And he loves the water, obviously. Yes. Uh, Trey is Elongated Man. That's a character. That's a man? Yeah. Wow. Nice. He's our he longest man. the worst. Uh, oh, you're <laughs> the <yeah>. longest man. <laughs> hey. J- JD's the ventriloquist, Wesker. Because he makes things happen. He, he's the one who's conducting. He's pulling the strings here. And uh, I'm Ragman. I love my set of rags. <laughs> I mean, how do you do this? I know, man. I'm how with you. you do this? My answer's you... even worse than that. <laughs> Trust me. It's worse. All right, Skeets. Let's well, do it. Okay, yeah, I know nothing about DC for the most part outside of like those Batman villains. So I looked it up. And I found this. This is apparently a real thing. In 2005, served a season desist for his team's use of the Avengers name, Mr. Immortal, who I guess is a DC comic book character, he reorganized the Great Lakes Avengers into an unofficial X-Men. 
team. There's a there's a group, a faction called the Great Lakes Avengers. Huh. And so I just picked them. I've barely even heard of any of them and gave them to each of us, okay? okay. <laughs> JD, you're Mr. Immortal because he seems to be the leader of the Great Lakes Avengers. Oh, great. Okay. Cool. Uh, Trey, you're Flatman. <laughs> Who has stretching abilities? Okay. Yeah, you know yeah. me. <laughs> Long. Uh, Easy. Tess, you're Doorman. There's a guy okay. named Doorman. Thanks. <laughs> Who I guess can <laughs> teleport through solid walls uh, while his own body is, serves as a portal of sorts. So I guess Doorman, we call you Two Dump Man or something like that. Doorman. Uh, Lee, you're Big Bertha. <laughs> I Which don't know, makes I don't sense know, yeah. now. You eat all the breakfast there is. Yeah, yeah, then, uh, yeah. Okay. Big Bertha, listen to this character. It's insane. Big Bertha has the ability to make herself strong and durable to the point of being bulletproof by becoming extraordinarily obese. <laughs> and then wow. she can slim down by vomiting. This isn't. This is a real character. Her mutant powers are that, but she can also. And this is why I gave it to you because you always wanted to do this. She's a skilled pilot of conventional jet aircraft. Wow. You always wow, wanted to fly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to go up in a uh, fighter jet. Yeah, and that leaves me to be Squirrel Girl. <laughs> yeah. The Great Lakes Avengers. You know, Mr. Immortal, Flatman, Doorman, Big Bertha, and Squirrel <laughs> Girl. What? Amazing. What's going on? And this is DC? Yeah. This is according to Wikipedia, at least. Uh, yeah. Works for me. Yep. Lee? Uh, I've got Flash for you, Skeets, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fast. I sure. mean, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Trey, I've got you as Groot. I don't know if he's DC or Marvel or he whatever. He's Marvel. <laughs> all right. It's close enough. Too busy. Not close enough at all. Yeah. Close enough. Close enough's good enough. JD, you're Lex Luthor. Because I sure, think you yeah. like being the, sure. uh, you know, the villainous guy up there. Sure, yeah. Uh, and Tass, <laughs> you're General Zod because you've got a daughter, Zoe, and it's pretty close to Zoe, Zod. So, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's that it. works. What does that leave for you? Uh, I didn't do myself. Um, yeah. If you had to pick any any comic book character. Batman. Yes. Yeah, good one. <laughs> good one. <laughs> good one. Hey, I'm not going to get angry. No debate. One of the greats. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, that's it. We're not watching any more Batman movies, though. They're done. You're not going to see the Batman nah. one that's uh, no. on demand. Really? No way. You Too won't? Much. Oh. The Joker's good. Isn't he in the movie? Oh, he's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <thanks. laughs> okay, we got to call it. Aquaman! Hey! There he is. Yeah, you're yeah. Aquaman. Come yeah. on. Okay, uh, that's rapid fire <laughs> nothing rapid about it as we prove week in week out that is the drop podcast that's another week of classics here from the classic factory leave your boys some five star ratings and review our next drop podcast correct me if i'm wrong trey will include some five star friday fun that's right so that's actually right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I the guess first of the month first this does seem like a longer month to me yeah March we a little bit like more been going for a long yeah. time uh we asked the stream team skeets yeah did you eat breakfast before the show? <laughs> okay. Now, it's it's pretty late here for at least East Coast time, Early so I'm going to say it's pretty high, yes. yes. I think this is definitely going to solve the debate. <laughs> 50% yes, 50% no. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, how many showered, I guess, is the follow-up question. All right, we got to stay on for another 90 minutes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right, so email in your NBA questions to no-dunks at theathletic.com. What an amazing argument we were having about breakfast. It's great. I love it. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at No Dunks Inc. Grab yourself an athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. Dollar 
uh, dollar a month deal on right now for up to six months for new subscribers. So take advantage of that. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. And uh, yeah, go to nodunks.com for your no dunks merch. The Temper Boy shirt, which Lee and I should be both rocking yeah, uh, the great next bit. time you see us. Great yeah. promotion. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we nailed it. Uh, that will be available on probably Tuesday, the, the new Temper Boy shirt, but there's lots of gear up there, hoodies and t-shirts and mugs and stuff like that. So go check that out over at nodunks.com. All right. Until Monday, where we'll see you guys for some NBA weekend winners and losers, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, the scientific name for banana is Musa sapientum, which means fruit of the wise men. Which I feel like you guys are just absolutely wise after that. Everyone's a little wise. A lot dumber, to be completely honest. Embrace the weekend, people. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.